So for your audience, if they do want to invest passively, um, that to me is the best way to get into medical office because there are nuances. It does take years to get up the learning curve of all the different classes. It's a little bit different with multifamily. Multifamily, you're renting apartments. There's not much of a learning curve. It's more about what kind of compensation packages or TI packages you might offer your tenants and what's your vacancy rates, absorption rates for multifamily. But medical office is a completely different animal and you really need experts. And because I would hate to see people lose money if they invest in medical office and haven't done enough homework or due diligence to, to create success. Welcome to the Foundry, where leaders are forged daily. Each week, we investigate themes of leadership, entrepreneurship, and mindset with some of the greatest minds in real estate. And now, the data scientist of real estate, George Roberts. Welcome back, investors. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Ben Ryberg, the CEO and founder of Alliance Consolidated Group of Companies. Welcome to the show, Ben. Thank you, George. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be on. Thank you for having me. All right. Awesome. Great to have you on the show. Well, I'm really excited because I've been reading up a lot on you and I see you've got a really interesting career. You've been in multiple facets of commercial real estate. Looks like you started out in office and industrial. You went to retail, medical properties. I've got so many questions. I'm looking forward to asking you. Welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Great to be here. All right. Great, great, great. Well, you know, I've always been very interested in medical office space, medical buildings, surgery centers. Why don't you tell us what brought you into that space after going into industrial and retail? Well, we saw the internet was becoming more prevalent. We saw that uh, we've been through different cycles. I'm 53 years old. I've been doing this for coming up on three decades of investing in commercial real estate. And George, what we determined as a company, we said, what can produce stable cash flow, safe, secure, and profitable investing? And it was about 18 years ago, out of my 29 plus year career, we decided to uh, put some attention towards medical office. And that was a product type for us and our investors to really expand and look at what can, what can create that cash flow, what can create upside. And the human body is never going out of style. And so- Five years ago, we got into veterinary office, which it kind of mirrors how medical office works as well. So the decision was we were looking and saying, well, we should really start focusing away from retail. General office is in the suburbs is struggling at the time. And we said, where are some other asset classes we can get our arms around? And medical office was a, a, a great decision. We've been flourishing ever since. Yeah, exciting stuff. And one of the things I like the best about your career is that you really follow the trends. You're looking at health and you're trying to figure out what makes the most sense. I know that you've been through, we're going to read you a quick list here. So you, you've you gone through like plasma, dialysis, orthopedic, gastro. And you. I, what I'd like to do is just ask you, what is your rationale behind all those different uh, types of, of medical space? Uh, what drove you from one to the other? And what do you think is the hottest trend now? Well, there's not one particular trend. I mean, we look at where areas in the country we want to invest our capital. We look at what different niches. We, we look for niches where the tenants invest significant capital in their spaces. And so there's a myriad, a large amount of tenants out there 
in the United States that invest in their spaces. It could be into physicians at the surgery centers. It could be dialysis. It could be orthopedic, dermatology, neurology. We touch all the different classes because we've become experts. There's a high barrier to entry to get into medical office investing. And so that being said, obviously with the skin cancer going on, dermatologists and Mohs surgery has been very prevalent. Plastic surgery has been big the last 10 years. So there's a lot of different niches that do very well in the medical office space. Right. Exciting. Well, one of the things that I mentioned I was most interested in is those surgery centers. I mean, I've noticed, you know, there's just such a differential between what it costs to have minor surgery done at a center versus at a hospital because they put all the overhead, right? That's why a Band-Aid costs like 50 bucks, aspirin's $100. I'm making it up, but you know what I'm talking about. I mean, those bills, you know, you get a hospital bill and it's just, it's nuts. It just goes on and on with, with all the, the overheads for all these various things. That's one of the things that really makes a whole lot of sense to me. I noticed the same thing with MRIs too. You can get an MRI by my house, like $300 at a center. But if you were going to go and have it done at a hospital, it's like $3,000. So I wonder if you could give us additional insight into that and, and what are the ways that maybe if you're interested in stepping into this space, becoming a landlord, uh, that you can benefit from that. Well, it's it's an interesting point. What we saw with imaging centers, what you talked about, is usually about a third of the cost of being on hospital campus. And so there's a tremendous savings. That's what the demand generators to create great investments and tenants. And if you're looking to get into the medical office investing, it really takes a long time to get your arms around the different niches. What makes sense? That's why we launched the Alliance Medical Property Fund. The Alliance Medical Property Fund offers investors to passively invest in experts like us, where they can invest in medical office, but they don't have to worry about all the learning curve and nuances that you have to go through for medical office, different niches, the licensing, the investments into the spaces. How do you analyze whether a tenant has a high default risk if they're going to adhere to their lease? Leases are different too. So there's so many nuances that go on in medical office. It's why we launched a brand new fund, the Alliance Medical Property Fund, because it allows people that are interested and want to get in the space that don't have to do the heavy lifting. So we've had such this overwhelming demand, George. We just can't feed all the demand we're getting. And so we're probably increasing the amount of fund or additional funds to feed it. So for your audience, if they do want to invest passively, um, that to me is the best way to get into medical office because- there are nuances. It does take years to get up the learning curve of all the different classes. It's a little bit different with multifamily. Multifamily, you're renting apartments. There's not much of a learning curve. It's more about what kind of compensation packages or TI packages you might offer your tenants and what's your vacancy rates, absorption rates for multifamily. But medical office is a completely different animal and you really need experts. And because I would hate to see people lose money if they invest in medical office and haven't done enough homework or due diligence to, to create success. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned those pitfalls because it is very important to understand the barriers to entry. Of course, always good to be someplace where there are barriers to entry because you know the you're not going to see the competition just rise up over a month, six months, a year. It takes a long time. So one of those pitfalls, as I understand, is suppose you want to start, you know, say a surgery center, et cetera, you really need to have some very experienced doctors that are interested in moving in there. Isn't that usually your first step 
And then maybe you can tell us what are some of the other maybe less obvious pitfalls if you want to go and build some of this medical office space out? Well, I mean, one, you got to look at the dynamic of the group. You have to look at ages of the doctors. You have to look at the services mm -hmm. they provide if you're going to do a surgery center. You got to look at financial statements of the surgery center. If you're going to go build a surgery center, obviously you're going to have to have the physician group or the hospital system in your pocket ready to go instead of building spec. So there's certain licensing laws. 